Hello everyone, a very quick one from me. This podcast would not be possible without our amazing podcast partners. Because you listen to the show, you are able to get your hands on exclusive savings on both Vincherry and Sourcebreaker. They're award-winning products, and if you are a growing recruitment business, then you have to check out Vincherry, who are a all-in-one recruitment operating system for your growing recruitment company. With Sourcebreaker, if you truly want to equip your teams with the best possible tools to stand out and beat the competition, you have to look at Sourcebreaker. Use the link in the show notes to get a demo booked in, check out these products, and get your hands on those exclusive savings. This is another golden nugget episode. Trying something new here where we are going to bring you some of the best golden nuggets from the 300 plus conversations we've had with high performing recruiters and successful recruitment entrepreneurs. This is the episode where you can dive straight into the value. It's going to be a short, sharp dose of uh, just great content and great learning. So enjoy it. And please do let me know what you think of the Golden Nugget episodes. If you're enjoying them, if you have a favorite one, let me know. So what, what was the mindset in terms of like, okay, so how am I now going to be able to improve on what I've just done? And then also then what was you keeping top of mind to have the best chance of, yeah, now you've got this label of, yeah, Lewis was our top performer. How are you then dealing with that? So yeah, firstly, what was top of mind to go, right, how can I now continue to improve rather than this is my level and I'm staying yeah, here, yeah, yeah. you know? Good. Yeah, no, well, obviously, first and foremost, going into that, no one had ever retained top biller or top performer or whatever. So obviously that was something that I was determined to do now mm. that I'm there. I'm like, okay, now's my opportunity to do that, which is great. But going into year two, going into 2020, I'm not going to sit here and say it's solely down to all of my actions. There's always an element of luck. Mm. There's always an element of luck. And in this case, we won the business one, I didn't win it personally. I was part of the process, but didn't win it like single-handedly. We won a half a million pound account mm. of which I led and I made hay when the sun shone. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. That was the bottom line. But obviously I'd put myself in a position prior to that to obviously be given the opportunity to lead all the delivery on it and do so on and so forth. So I want to make that abundantly clear from the off, but tangible things. First and foremost, I think this was the year where I stopped, like I said before, being too salesy and actually became a consultant, especially in candidate size. It cannot be, I, I soon learned, the narrative from a candidate's perspective cannot be, Hish wants to place me in this job so he gets money. Mm. It needs to be, I cannot or I am far less likely to get this job without Hish's help. Mm. And the only way that you can do that is by first and foremost coaching is the biggest thing. So I'll, I'll come on to that in my preparation like, point shortly, but coaching and organization. Coaching candidates, sorry. Coaching candidates, yeah. Coaching by, yeah, also just setting an example for and being an expert in the process that you're managing them in. And again, that only comes, going back to my previous point, of building relationships and actually getting to know the businesses that you're working with at a much deeper level than just being like, here's a brief crack on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, so that's that. So that's the first thing, making sure you're presented as a consultant, not as a salesperson trying to get money. Mm. That's a massive narrative switch for a candidate. 
and a massive respect thing. Secondly, and this comes into the coaching part I was talking about, preparation. I think this was the year I really nailed my candidate prep for interviews. It's a massive problem in the industry where people just, especially at entry level, when you're dealing with grads or second jobbers, they basically do the interview for them. Mm. <laughs> in a lot of sense, you think that you need to run hour-long seminars in order to make sure that the candidate gets enough information to nail their interview. Because as I said before, you can't do the interview for them, but this is as close as we can get, <laughs> right? This is as close as we can get. But I didn't do that. My first interview, in most cases, all SDR first rounds look pretty much the same. They're 30-minute chats with either HR or a hiring manager. Cards on the table, are we compatible? That mm. sort of thing. So as soon as the first interview's booked in, my process is obviously call the candidate, be like, right, this is booked in for then. At least 24 hours before, let's have a little 15 to uh, 15 minutes to half an hour prep call. I'm going to send you across some bullet points. And they're always very similar. Like They're not always completely the same because you need to adapt your process given the client, but it'll always be... I want you to come prepared to this prep call that we're going to do with a 20-second overview of the business, the product, and the problems that it solves. Not like any verbatim off the website. I want to know how he's just going to say it. Mm. You know, how you'd say it to, to your friend going for a walk or whatever. The second thing, I want you to come with at least three bullet points of why you want to work for that company specifically. I'm not saying why you want to be in sales, not saying why you want to be in tech. What is it specifically about that company that gets you going? Mm. You know, why you want to go? Is it the fact that you've identified some awesome progression studies from people on LinkedIn that have been in a similar position? Is it the funding? Is it, you know, is it their branding? I don't know. You know, there's better reasons out there, but I want reasons specific to that company. And then lastly, of course, specific personalized questions for your interviewer. Look at their LinkedIn profile. Make sure you got that. You come prepared to our prep call with all of that, and then we'll run through it and see where you're at. And that that's it. And again, you're setting the precedent for candidates. Mm. It's not like okay, yeah, I'm going to send you all this stuff. Here you go. Take a look through, and we'll have a little catch up before. And then uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You've got to be like okay, and and then deliver the feedback. If their answers aren't good enough, it'd be like cool we need to look at this in a different way. And that's why you do it 24 hours before because there's still time to fix things then. Mm. If you do it on the morning of, it's too late. Mm. 